In this episode of Eden Exchanges, we spoke to DrugSafe Communities founder Michael White and their recruitment manager Aaron Chowdhury. Michael told us how he came to found DrugSafe, a purpose-driven franchise improving the safety of Australian communities. Aaron talked us through the benefits of their franchise model, which brings passionate people together and puts the franchisee first. So welcome everyone. Today we're joined by Michael White and Aaron Chowdhury from DrugSafe Communities. Firstly, Aaron, can you start by telling us what DrugSafe does? How does it work day to day? Yeah, so DrugSafe Communities is a mobile on-site alcohol and drug testing business. So we basically deliver practical solutions to workplaces by helping them reduce substance abuse at their workplace. Uh, So we help them create productive and profitable drug-safe workplaces. And as more, like like our name suggests, as more workplaces come on, we'll then go go on to create drug-safe communities. So on a day-to-day basis, what that looks like is franchisees engage with their local businesses and organisations within the exclusive territory. Um, And their main, really their main job is to raise awareness of the issues around substance abuse at uh, at workplaces and then help business owners um, implement solutions primarily through policy development, uh, policy education and awareness uh, with their staff, contractors and employees, um, and then the actual alcohol and drug testing. Can you tell, tell us, Mike, how did you first get into the business? Did you always gravitate towards franchising and what were some of the key events that saw your focus on drug safety? Well, it's actually a really good question because firstly, I didn't expect to get into this business um, as it is. and. Uh, Secondly, with regards to franchising, I've been investigating the potential of franchising for probably 10 years beforehand. But for one reason or another, talking to my accountants and everybody who's supposed to have a vested interest in my well-being, when I talked about franchising, they said, oh, no, it never works. Can't work. Will not work. Don't even think about it. And so I left it for 10 years. I believed what these guys uh, were advising me. But when it came down to a crisis that happened later in, in my career, um, whereby one of my business partners, or my very closest business partner, who's a producer, his name is John Thornton, overdosed on heroin, and nobody would talk to me, uh, including all my clients, and the banks were even getting a bit funny, um, I got to think again about franchising, because it seemed a logical way to go. And I've found that it is fantastic. If you are a business person, you understand what's going on. The, um, the potential of uh, what you can do when franchising, because everybody's got skin in the game when you're franchising. And I have all the knowledge, the experience, and a great team, great team, as you'll hear from Aaron in a minute, um, who really look after my franchisees. Um, we there's no there's no limit to what we can actually achieve um when i started this business i started as um a shall we say there was no business there was no industry at all i was the first person to come into this as a um a drug testing company because i saw the uh, laboratories were just ripping the businesses off uh, left right and center and so i started a a company that came in on a a good value uh, proposition for our clients and I became over the years uh, the largest privately owned drug testing company in Australia and actually wrote the book 
literally wrote the book on how to do on-site drug testing. So when, when a laboratory actually came in, and when a laboratory came and uh, made me an offer to sell the company, it was about the ninth time I'd been approached, but I figured, no, this is the time to go into franchising. And so with the uh, capital that given me through the sale, I was able to start my next venture, which was Drug Safe Communities. But I retained the name Drug Safe Australia. I've always loved Drug Safe Australia. We're not drug free, we're drug safe. Because anybody who tries to be drug free is kidding themselves. Because um, as you'll find, if you come into this business, everybody takes drugs. Uh, in fact, you know, I, I take drugs every day. And one of the great uh, fallacies and lies of life is if you reach 40 and life begins at 40, but you also go into blood pressure tablets. So I'm, I'm taking some sort of medication and it's a drug. So we talk about in a company, we're going to make a drug safe, not drug free. Uh, and it's been one of the most important leverage points I've had with my, my client base. I hope you understand that uh, this business I'm, I'm very passionate about. We have made some great, great uh, uh, achievements in, in developing this business and also this whole industry. We're fighting a huge, um, shall we say, enemy or people who try to take drugs all the time. But we're here to actually make a big difference. And we're doing it. We're meeting lots of people. Now, we've, we've met, um, I, I'm very, very proud to be able to say that I'm the only person who ever tested Steve Irwin. And dear Steve and I became quite good friends. I've also been out and right through the South Pacific on ships, testing staff for the P&O cruises. And you never know where this business is going to take you. And it's a, it's a pretty exciting business. So um, I, I encourage anybody who wants to have a very interesting future in their career, come and join us. I love it. I love this business. I'll work with you. We. We always make franchisee first. That's our motto, franchisee first. If we can make you first and achieve everything that you set out to, you want to achieve, and we can give you hopefully more than you ever expected, I'm happy, we're happy, we're successful, you're successful, and you've got an asset that you can sell later on for profit if you want to get out of it. I don't want to get out of it personally. I just love this business. Like uh, that's really interesting, especially um, you know where, where Drug Safe has taken you across uh, you know um, across different locations and, and international locations. But in Australia, how how does drug use? I mean, we know drug use has uh, negative social and economic effects. Um, how does Drug Safe? How does the model help fight these these issues? The franchising model is actually perfect for this uh, this industry. Um, and the nice thing is not many people have realised it. But um, you've got to do the franchising correctly and we spent a lot of time making sure that we have all our ducks flying in a row. Um, the most important people for us is the franchisee. And what we found is um, by encouraging them to join us, um, not at a, an exorbitant silly fee, um, but we've asked them to come on as virtual business partners where they've got skin in the game and they're enthusiastic to get out there and actually make a difference to their, to their community but build an asset for themselves and their family. What, um, 
what I've also found is they're mainly really highly intelligent people um, that we're looking for um, who have a clear objective of making a difference within their community um, but also are able to get out and run education sessions and businesses business uh, communication um, and, and develop a, a, a business within their business. In many cases you find that um, uh, people are put on just because they have turned up. We put people on because they are dedicated, they are focused and they are very good business people. Um, our first our first uh, franchisee was a doctor and he's, uh, he's a wonderful person to be able to refer back to. Um, if, if these people can actually talk at a, at a uh, senior level within government and with local communities, um, it makes a big difference to actually build the, build the brand up t totally. We'll always go franchisee first, because if we can make these guys successful, then our franchise is successful. The difference between a franchise and, and a normal business, of course, is having run a, a normal um, organically grown company in the past, if we asked somebody, or somebody rang us and said, look, can you have somebody out here at six o'clock tonight because we've got a, a crew coming in and we're worried about their um, drug use, all of our staff enjoyed working very early mornings and doing first shifts. They'd be home by um, middle of the day or two o'clock for their um, children to come home from school. They were, they were preparing dinner by six o'clock and they wouldn't be able to go out and do testing. If we ask a franchisee who has got what we call skin in the game, and they're part of our business model, we ask them to go out at six o'clock in the night. Before we've got the phone hung up, they're already in their car and driving. So it's a much easier, much more um, professional way of running a drug testing business. And um, thank goodness, not many people have worked this out yet, but our team, they're going to be the best and we're going to be the biggest within no time at all. Thanks, Mike. And in terms of that statement you said at the end, could you outline a bit your, your longer-term vision for the company itself? Where do you see it in, say, five to ten years from now? Yeah, the direction of the company is, is exponentially up. It's, it's, it's growing dramatically. Uh, we're growing a lot faster than comparative uh, franchise companies in Australia. And... Um, it's because people who join us join us for for different reasons. We're a, we're a unique uh, franchise. Um, we're very focused on uh, the success of the franchisee who invests in us because we feel we've got an obligation to anybody who, who actually makes a step and, and invests in our um, business plan. But the business itself has no upper level. It is huge. And uh, recently we've had the, um, uh, the legislation brought into the Australian building construction industry and um, infrastructure development, whereby 25% of the people who are within that business have got to be drug tested. That's a huge step for us. Uh, the mining industry is, although there was a downturn, there's still big holes in the ground. There's a lot of people still working in there. They've all got to be drug tested in transport industry. Is an extraordinary industry, and um, we in Australia we we uh, survive because of the expertise of the transport industry, whether it's aviation or 
large trucks, cattle trains, um, or courier delivery. Uh, we have got to test all these people. Bus drivers, for example, the Australian Bus and Coach Association was a, a client of mine, and we test every bus driver who picks up children from school. So there's extraordinary, everywhere you look, there is an opportunity to, to bring in our service. And if we can tweak it here and there, and we can make it very workable for any of our clients, we'll do that, because we're, um, we're building a drug safe Australia. That, that, that's great. Look, I mean, I mean, you're obviously passionate about the industry um, and running a great business isn't easy. Um, there is more to it than what people think. What, what do you think makes for a great franchisee and can you pick a star performer quickly? Have, have you ever been wrong about this sort of stuff before? Yeah, great question, Frank. Thanks. Um, there are many important traits uh, that go into selecting great franchisees. Um, however, to mention some of what, what we believe are some of the most important is something we call the big why. Uh, we believe franchisees need to have that deep sense as to what draws them to that brand or that business. Um, what's their desire to, to achieve within it? So that, that would be one, the big why. And also there's something we call cultural fit. Um, and that's, you know, you can find the right franchisee for the wrong franchise and you can find the wrong franchisee for the right franchise. So, so really understanding, like making sure that you find the, you know, the cultural values of a franchisee, make sure that's aligned to um, you as a franchisor and, and what those values are, because that'll make doing business together um, a whole, a whole lot more e easier. Some of that might actually come into ethnicity in some ways, but it's more about the culture of the brand, the brand culture. Um, another important trait that I, I would say is, is really important is a positive attitude. Uh, there's been like time, numerous times, time and time again, we come across um, seeing franchisees um, as part of various brands where talent doesn't always mean you'll be the best. So what we tend to find is the, the person with the greatest attitude in how they go about operating within the franchise, it actually doesn't matter if they're if they're not the most skilled, um, their attitude and how they go into the franchise and operate within the franchise is a huge, um, huge factor of success. You know, the old adage says that uh, people bite people. So having that positive attitude in the way that you come across, especially when a lot of many businesses is business development, you're engaging with people, people buy you before they buy your product and service. So having the right attitude around that's incredibly, incredibly important. Um, and obviously, we are selling a franchise system at the end of the day. So having franchisees that um, have the ability to follow systems um, and communicate constructively is really important. You want people who are entrepreneurial, but maybe you know don't go off and do their own things. They they can work within a framework that the franchise all sets. So that's really important. And then if they're you know being being people that might, maybe want to do their own thing, it's really important to be able to constructively communicate what you want to do and how you want to do it and have um, respectful conversations around that so that you don't get into hot water. Um, now to come to, I guess, part of that second question that you asked, um, or oh, sorry, the, you know, can you spot a good performer? Uh, you know, there's no perfect science to it. Um, you'll never get it 100% of the time down, but what's really important is that you have a structured process around it. We have a structured process in how we find franchisees. Part of that includes behavioural questioning. So speaking to candidates, not about what they're going to do, but a, a, about what they've done in the past, um, because your past uh, performance is a better indicator of future performance. So we've got a structured process around that that we include at DrugSafe. 
Um, and coming back to the question that you said, have you ever been wrong about this? Look, in this franchise, um, let me talk from my personal experience. Um, I have been wrong about selecting the right franchisee in the past, and I'd have to say it actually was in the opposite of what you're thinking. I actually thought someone wasn't right for the brand. And um, it, it was it was in a situation where English was a real challenge. This franchisee didn't speak a whole lot of English. Uh, communication, which I just earlier on talked about, was, was a real problem. Um, had a level of business experience, had run a number of businesses, but we just thought this person's not right. I really thought that this person wasn't right. Now, that franchisee went to prove me wrong, went into uh, – a, a place or a community where their ethnicity was more aligned with the ethnicity of that of that region, and they went on to develop one of the most successful businesses in the franchise group. So, you know, we don't always get it right, but hopefully, it's it's when we get it wrong, it's usually positive rather than negative. That's no, great, and and we're also seeing like the type of people coming in and inquiring are, are so diverse in the interest in in the drug safe offering. Could you also delve into what? what you think is the right culture you're looking for for the drug safe environment and, and the type of person that can fit quite easily into it or merge with what you're trying to set as the cultural um, you know, bastion you're going towards? Yeah, I think that really starts, you know, comes back to what I said about uh, the cultural fit. Like we are looking for, you know, not just people who have had a experience in the industry, whether they're part of mining or construction or transport or the like, but they actually do want to make a difference in their community. Like our, our name is very purposeful. We're drug safe communities. And, you know, one of our key sayings that we, we share is profitability with purpose. We actually have a very, you know, purposeful focus around what we do. So finding franchisees that want to go in and create those drug safe communities is extremely important to what what we do, it's a major part of the business. Um, so having someone who's not just financially driven um, and does want to create that greater legacy is really important. Aaron, what are some of the lessons that you've uh, learned growing a franchise business and, and brands? Um, what are some of the key goals for DrugSafe in 2017 and 18? Yeah, I think in terms of less, lessons from a franchise perspective, um, you really want to make sure that if the foundations aren't in place, well, you make sure that your foundation is strong. Um, if the foundations aren't in place at the start of your franchising journey, you'll find that the franchisees that you bring on, on and into the brand will start creating their own systems. So inevitably people join a franchise because they want a process to follow, they want systems to operate in to make starting a business easier. So if those aren't in place when people join, um, franchisees will start to create their own and if you're then retrofitting your system you're going to find it quite hard to to then go back and and you know replace a system that a franchisee's already already uh created look thanks aaron look michael you mentioned earlier how big the marketplace is for your service and how it can be used in multiple industries given that do you have any goals for this year in terms of recruitment and bringing on new franchisees for DrugSafe? Uh, yeah. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I have learned is that being a franchisor um, it gives me the, the wonderful opportunity of, of building a team that I want to walk, work with. And um, so we're, we're rather selective. We're very choosy in who we want. But we've also we've set up a... Um, a territorial map uh, through an analysis company 
um, to make sure that everybody has got a business of their own. We've got 57 of them um, that we are looking to fill, and we're looking probably around about 12 to 15 per year. So we want to be very careful about who comes on board. Um, there's not, not going to be any um, people who waste our time um, because we've got a, a big job ahead. But, you know, when, once we get this team together, we are going to be so dynamic as an industry, uh, we'll be leading an industry. I'd say that would be in the next three years. Excellent. For a new franchisee, uh, Michael, what, what type of returns can they expect? And how do, how do they go about driving growth and bringing in customers? We, um, we spend a lot of time making sure that we understand the size and potential of every territory that we sell. And we provide every franchisee with a data pack. It's basically intelligence on what they're buying. So they understand how many businesses are in there, how many staff, uh, the type of basically the demographic of the of the individual they'll be working with. Um, so we give them as much uh, pre-knowledge before they go into their territory um, as we can. We also have a, uh, a database system that uh, we um, are able to access uh, with a lot of national clients that we're trying to uh, work on from a um, corporate point of view. We would bring on um, over the years as uh, contracts come to you and we would develop um, national client business as well. This will assist them achieve any goals that they wanted to achieve. How big is the industry? I don't know. I don't, nobody knows how big this industry is. But the industry generally is probably around about 25 million uh, turnover at the moment, but everybody speculates it's going to be 100 plus million dollars. And it's it's uh, early days here. We're early adopters, and uh, we led the early adoption program. Um, we've got about 16 companies who followed our business model. Um, but we're all, uh, always innovative, we're ahead of the game, and um, we're better than anybody else. There's only one best in this business. Everybody else can be cheap and nasty, but we're the best, and that's the position that I'm going to maintain forever. And, and you're, also running some camp- you're also running some campaigns in the market now. Uh, aren't you? Any examples of traction with those? Yeah, um, there's a great um, there's a great program we're doing, which we're we're going to introduce into every um, franchise territory that we can. We're doing a lot of um, pre-employment programs where um, labour hire companies uh, use our service to check their own staff, and that's been actually a, a big eye opener for the clients we've brought on board. Um, but also going using that as a leverage to go into their their clients and start up um, general drug testing programs um, that go on forever. Because once you start a drug testing program within a company, you can't stop it. You've just got to turn up every month or every six weeks or five weeks and redo the program uh, within their, their particular client company. So that's been very helpful for us and uh, very successful. That's just one of them. Other things we're doing is working with um, major association groups such as Transport Association, Building Association, the Master Builders, um, the HIA and um, other companies who, who have members who have a real concern. 
what what we're actually focused on is also the, the membership of these big associations are all business owners who know that they could be they could end up in court and they could lose everything if, just simply because one person does something stupid because they're on drugs. So we have a wide open opportunity here to work with the association groups and their memberships and clean up their, their act, basically. For a new franchisee, uh, what type of returns can they expect? Also, what do they need to do to drive growth and bring in customers? One of the things that we found is, is by having people who um, are very attuned to their, their community and their programs, they already probably have membership of um, business association groups. Um, they're able to actually bring a lot of experience into each, each territory and each program. We, um, we find that the, the person who sits back and expects work to walk in their front door, uh, like a real estate agent, forget it. You know, just you know, stay where you are. We're looking for people who are aggressive and active active and like to work with their in their community and go out and find the business. They love to talk to people. They love to get out and stand in front of twenty people and just um, and just talk. Talk about what their their passion is. Just like I do. I, I I'm so driven with this thing and uh, I'll I'll talk to one person and and my the guys that work with me now know that I actually went to a business meeting. There was one bloody person sitting in the audience and he was the most um, <laughs> I focused on him totally. He, he was it. He was the audience. But that didn't stop me. I talked to him. I think he ended up a client too. Um, so we want people who understand what business is all about. Go out and find it. It's not going to walk in the door. But, you know, once you become the person to go to within your territory, and we'll build that for you. We'll give you the communication techniques and the... Um, the communication through the uh, local press and so on, we'll assist you as, as much as we can. I'll give you a good example though. Recently we had uh, one of our um, people in Queensland has started up Say No to Ca- Drugs campaign and has built this whole program on top of a program for us and they're running it through uh, the local press, their local member, through government and also um, uh, through radio advertising, they're doing a, their own little campaign on their original radio, and this thing is going to get so much traction, and they will become the hero of the, of the region. Another one up in Queensland or up in Northern Territory, um, there's been a sponsorship uh, program up there. They're, they're adopting the no, say no to drugs, working with the uh, local administration, and we're doing a, a formal launch out of Government House up there in the next couple of weeks. Over in WA, we've uh, got another extraordinarily exciting uh, program up there who's picked up Say No to Drugs and become a drug safe work environment. And these guys are all exciting people to work with. As I said before, it's a delight from my point of view to actually be able to choose people who are exciting to work, to be business partners with. And together, it's just an exponential um, program of, of growth within the business. I've never seen this before and never experienced it. An exciting team to be with. And, uh, you know, anybody who can 
bring on board who can bring the same skills and excitement to the business, um, it's just going to make it bigger and better. Well, you mentioned bringing people on board. For, for, for those people who are, who, are, who are the fit, what's the value of the proposition for them? Um, and in terms of what type of returns should they be expecting as well? Well, it's, it's very difficult to actually put a finger on um, the amount of returns they can expect because the industry itself um, is in a growth period. We're in, a, um, we're in the sort of fetal stages of, of growth. Um, but we're 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 leading the pack. We're we're ahead of the game. We we know what is required to actually make this thing work as successfully as possible. If somebody comes on and, and expects the business to walk in the door, they can forget it. Um, they might as well just they're wasting our time and also wasting money because we're not getting a return as a franchise or. Um, but the but the person who gets out there and talks to the business. Uh, chambers and local members and does press programs and fills the front front page news stories out. They're the ones that are going to actually not only be local heroes, but they're going to be fantastic uh, contributors to our own brand, generally. What we're also going to do is we're working on national clients um, so that we can enhance uh, any program or any work that the local people in the communities are doing, if they find that um, there is a, a large business there that's a national-based client, if they bring them on board, um, they're going to uh, share in the, in the income across Australia um, because we feel that they've done all the work, um, so they're going to get a, a, a percentage of everything that happens in the first 12 months of that client right across Australia. So we're trying to make this as exciting and as, as uh, beneficial for every one of our, our franchisees. But we believe they've made a commitment to our, our success. We're going to take off our gloves and really work hard to make sure their, their territories are as, as successful as they can be as well. But I can't actually put a figure on how much they can make because it's unlimited. Yeah, Mike, look, you mentioned being ahead of the game. Um, where do you think the... Um Australian franchise and specifically in the drug safe sector is it's heading? I believe the industry is, is in its infancy and uh, as we all know there's um, bigger drug issues uh, on coming into Australia than anything that we anticipated in the past. Any, any company or any community that I address always talks about them being the, the biggest drug centre of Australia. We've got um, things like drug um, corridors now coming in from uh, the Bowen Basin down to Emerald, which is the full drug or the coal fields in Queensland. Um, also, heard that uh, I got a press release today uh, that's saying that the a quarter of all the meth in Australia is actually coming through Perth. Um, so yeah, these are these are facts and these are, are scary figures. But also Australia, you've got to understand, Australia is, uh, is like a honeypot um, to the drug, uh, drug manufacturers overseas because we pay more per head out here, per capita, for our drugs than anywhere in the world. So that's going to attract a lot of um, drug problems in Australia. But we've got to be ready to address them and address them sensibly like adults. 
um, you think that we're fighting um, drug drug dealers. We're not. We're stopping drug use. And um, if you have any concerns about um, safety and welfare, we've never had a problem. If you're talking at a, at a level where we're talking at, we're helping people get off drugs and get back into a, a normal life. So um, all I can do is commend anybody who wants to come into this. If you're, um, you're a business person, you understand what business is all about, you can make a big difference and you can leave a legacy um, in this in your community that will be remembered for years. You'll save a generation. In fact, I, t- I talked with um, uh, Nick Xenophon down in Canberra and he said, thank God for you guys because you're going to save a generation that we're, we're about to lose. Uh, so the, the sooner we can get on board with a great team, and I believe we've got part of that team right now, we're going to save a generation of drug, potential drug users. And we need our Australian... Australians to be saved from 16 years to 35 years they're the ones we're after um, okay so this, this is a, a pretty niche business so a, a lot of the new people that you bring on board won't uh, never would have um, sort of taken part in, in, in this sort of industry um, so what what how do you support them so you bring on new recruits how, how do you go about uh, what does drug safe actually offer them yeah, well, obviously, like with any franchise, you'll, you'll need a pretty structured training program uh, in place for any franchisee coming. Like, uh, So we do a five-day training uh, initially based in Sydney, so franchisees come into us and, and uh, learn together. And that's the beauty of getting them together is, is the benefit of knowledge sharing from different experiences and backgrounds that people may bring, even though they may not have that, um, that background in drug testing. So we do get them up and running in and, and qualified in a nationally accredited program within drug testing. But really, it's it's the other parts of the business and, and really running a business. So we take them through every element of, of what that looks like in terms of engaging clients, where to find clients, how to find them, how to engage with them, what to say. Um, and then obviously around the, the facets of what to deliver, like what is the solution we deliver and how do we enact that for those, um, for those uh, organizations and our clients. Sure. And also probably you, know, you, you tend to support them on how to build that business, so how to go out, get clients. and Absolutely. Yeah, so a, a key part of our program is is part of our local area marketing that we, we put a plan together. And someone once said to me, you know, one, one of the old adages is if, if you fail the plan, you plan to fail. So yeah. planning is a, a big part of our training process. And it's not just about planning, but something we've done which may differ to, to other organizations, is we've got a structured coaching and mentoring uh, process in place, which really helps franchisees stick to that plan, really capture their goals and, and what they desire to get out of the business and hold them accountable to that goal. So by the time, you know, whether they finish their franchise journey with us in the six-year term or whether they extend or even whether they sell out um, early if, if they've achieved their goals, uh, we have a process in place to, to help them get there faster. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. For anyone interested, how do they go about applying? How do they reach out to you? And then can you touch on your recruitment process as well? Yeah, so if you wanted to get more information about the Drug Safe Communities um, franchise, you can go look at our website, drugsafe.com.au. Um, just head to the link at the bottom of the page and follow the prompts. Um, alternatively, you can email me directly at apply at drugsafe.com.au. Um, in terms of our recruitment process, 
what we tend to do is is we it's it's a bit like marriage you know franchising is a bit like marriage so we we open up with a with a bit of relationship first we have essentially a three-part process which is the discovery process which is really like our first date it's where i'll contact you um i'll, I'll send you some information to get to know me better and then and then follow up with a call so we'll get to know each other on a call and it's obviously not just for us to get to know you it's for you to get to know us a key part of franchising for us and finding the right franchisee is that there's got to be more than just a functional fit there's actually got to be a cultural fit so that initial discovery um, process or conversation is really important um, then we lead into the administrative side which is really look if things are going if that first date's going well um, and you want to find out more and really want to find out whether we're marriage material uh, <laughs> we extend our financials to you um, so we'll get the we'll go into the admin process, which is the financial and legal process that we give you some information um, so that you can start doing some of that due diligence in the background. And then, you know, if you're ready to move forward, you like what our finances look like um, and you want to continue that dating process and, and get to the aisle. Uh, we go through, you know, our premarital counselling, so our behavioural process, uh, which is just a bit more a bit more in-depth questioning about really about um, part of your past and how you how you are in certain situations and then we'll follow up with that uh, like in a Skype call with us uh, where we'll just we'll just go through that together and then work out if, if we want to if we want to tie the knot uh, yeah this sounds more transparent than most marriages isn't it? <laughs> when, when is yeah well yeah you, we're big believers of you know we're big believers of franchisees or you know prospective franchisees going into a franchise with their eyes open as I mentioned, cultural fit, like one thing we're very much not in the business of is signing up or selling franchises. What we're looking to do is find the right franchisee for our business um, because you actually might, we might actually find the right franchisee, but the drug safe community's business is not the right franchise for them. And, and I'll tell you that up front. We actually know and from our background and experience know that if we get the right franchisee up front, um, our, lo our longevity of life, you know, a franchise journey with them is a lot stronger and a lot more happy, which coming back to that marriage analogy, we like to have a happy marriage. And when you're saying the cultural fit in this case, can you can you outline that a bit more? Are you, are you talking about people who have a passion for the, the drug testing industry or more on the lines of people who have a, you know, a general match in their attitude to your to your systems as well? Yeah, you know, I think it's it's a combination of both. But when you're when you're in this kind of space, like we have a saying uh, within this brand, we, we say profitability with purpose. It's really one of the foundational pillars, I think I've mentioned before, um, of what this business is is set up on. And that's, you know, there's nothing wrong with making money. Everyone's in business to make money, so that's fine. But a key part of why you're making money or what the business is in this context is really having a purposeful connection. It's really what we do every day within the business actually change people's lives. It then goes on to change their families and their workplaces, and in in turn, we you know it helps us create drug safe communities. So, having that desire around changing communities as well as building business is um, a key thing of what we look for in our franchisees. Well, fantastic! Thanks again, Aaron and Mike. Is there anything else you want to add there? One of the things that um, has often been said to me: What are we What are we doing with this? How are we building this, how are we going to change people's lives? The beauty of it is that we do change people's lives. We hear about it and we work with clients and we meet the people that we actually have 
changed and uh, it's that's a delight because you, we know every time we change somebody's life we have changed probably 10 people the impact of drugs goes through a company goes through families goes through friends so if we can change somebody it makes a very big difference to us interesting thing about our franchise is it's all about making sure that they are profitable and they are they have a purpose. So we, we talk about profitability with a purpose. Um, we work very closely with the with the team that we, we bring on board and our objective is to make sure that they are leading the field all the time. And when people say to me, well, what's in it? What's in it for me as a, as a person, as a business? I'd rather uh, invest the money going into a, into a restaurant or a coffee lounge. And my answer to that is, well, you can do that and you can actually uh, make a very, very successful um, coffee lounge or a restaurant. But when you sell that coffee lounge, um, what are you leaving behind? What we're trying to do is we're going to leave behind a legacy of a generation who will remember you forever. And um, this was the guy who actually stopped my kids using drugs. And what a great legacy to leave behind it. If you think that that's not important, think about if you have a, a coffee lounge, you won't be remembered for the guy who actually made the best coffee in the town. So uh, that's what makes us stand out from everybody else. And that's what I believe in. That's an excellent comparison there, Mike. Um, a lucrative business as well as a fulfilling one. Fantastic. And, and can you just outline the next steps in getting in touch with you, the, the specific websites as well as... Um, um, you know, the next step in um, directly having a chat with you, Aaron. Yeah, well, if, if you're interested in the drug safe communities business and you want to uh, become a social and community leader in your, your local community um, and want to great, like, drive a great business as well, please head to our website, which is drugsafe.com.au. Uh, alternatively, you can email me at apply at drugsafe.com.au or come through our good friends at Eden Exchange <laughs> through through their channel. Um, and on, on receiving that, you'll hear from me within 24 hours generally. Um, and we'll start that conversation. We'll start that dating process if you're ready. Thank you guys very much for um, today's podcast. Thanks, Willis. Yeah, thanks again for joining us today. Look, like we said, we encourage anyone interested to head towards the Drug Safe website, get in touch with Aaron and Michael to take the next steps. And apart from that, thanks again for joining us today. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks, guys. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. This time we spoke to Michael White and Aaron Chowdhury from Drug Safe Communities. For more information on the topics we covered, head to EdenExchange.com or businessbuyinvest.com. Or find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram for regular updates on franchise, business and investment opportunities across Australia. Thanks for listening.